Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Opinions matter. Time now for today's big thing with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by... Together Credit Union, here for St. Louis, here to help you achieve more with your money. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us on 101 ESPN, 9 o'clock. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our friend Dan Deardorff, kind enough to join us on this weekend that his Michigan Wolverines will be playing in the national semifinals. An exciting weekend for Daniel. Good morning and Happy New Year. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you guys? Everything's good. How excited are you for this weekend? Well, it's uh, uh, it's an event that doesn't come along every year. So yes, I'm I'm excited, like every Michigan fan is. Just it's uh, some accomplishment to be uh, what to to do what Michigan accomplished this year. A in the AP top twenty-five uh, on opening weekend, Michigan was unranked, and they've gone from unranked to number two in the country. That's uh, uh, that's a pretty successful season. Dan, a tough assignment against number three, Georgia, from Michigan. When you look at this Georgia team, how do you think Michigan walks away with the victory? Well, they've got to play, uh, uh, I don't want to say a perfect game, but they've got to play a clean game. We can't, uh, uh, you know, and these are the age-old principles of the game of football, but uh, we can't uh, turn it over. We can't make uh, uh, dumb pre-snap penalties. Uh, we're, we're just going to have to play smart, intelligent, aggressive football because uh, this Georgia team is just full of uh, tremendous athletes uh, on both sides of the football. I, uh, you know the, the, the rating system. You know, Mizzou was making a big deal about getting Luther Burden because he was a five-star uh, athlete. Well, five-star rated high school kids are, are hard to come by. Uh, there aren't that many of them out there. Uh, uh, Mizzou hadn't recruited one in over a decade. I think Michigan has three, maybe four. Georgia has 17 <laughs> kids that were five-star players. It's it's amazing what they're able to do. And Dan, I want to go back to uh, Michigan because Hassan Haskins, running back from Eureka, right here in St. Louis, he only got two Division One offers, didn't he? Yep, he was a three-star rated kid, uh, basically, and and Michigan uh, wanted to make him a linebacker. Uh, they didn't uh, even when he got to Ann Arbor. They they didn't realize. Oh my God, look at this hidden gem we've got at running back. Uh, they were going to turn him into a linebacker. And he really kind of just forced his way into the backfield. And what a great story. And what a great kid he is. He's everything you really like about uh, uh, college football. Just hardworking, tough, gritty. And and Hassan Haskins uh, makes everybody here in St. Louis, uh, you know, he's from the city of St. Louis and Eureka High School. I mean, it's just everyone here should be very proud of him. Hey, Dan, you just used some words that I describe 
the way we think football should be, hardworking, tough, gritty. You have to be really happy with the way that Jim Harbaugh has played the game. And I know that the Wolverines have gone to the spread offense and they're playing stylistically a lot like other teams. But philosophically, he seems to share more of an old school approach than a lot of schools do. Well, that uh, we were the last, pretty much the last major program to the party when it came to going to the spread offense and, and the plays coming in from the sideline. Uh, Jim Harbaugh ran an NFL offense. The play was called in the huddle. It was NFL verbiage, and, and he did that up until three years ago. And uh, it, he realized that it wasn't working anymore. So uh, we have finally made the adjustment to the rest of college football, but the rest of it hasn't changed. For a former quarterback that you would think would want to run nothing but passing plays, and down-the-field shots and all this and all that, uh, the Steve Spurriers of the world, Jim Harbaugh is exactly the opposite. If he could, he would run it every single down of the game. (laughs) Dan, some sad news that we got in the sports world this week with the passing of John Madden, Hall of Fame coach, broadcasting icon, and the face of football for so many people, especially through his video game. But as someone that knew him, he had such a big personality. Can you give us your favorite John Madden story, but away from the field or away from the mic? Oh, it's, you know, it, it's more about when you're around John, uh, how he, he just energized everyone around him. He had such an infectious uh, personality and he loved to talk. And, uh, you know, he, you know, he, he would always hang out in the lobby of the hotel because I, I just don't think he wanted to be by himself in his room. So John was always holding court. And, uh, I will say this. He, uh, he paid me a tremendous compliment one time when I was still an active player with the Cardinals. Uh, uh, he was coaching the AFC pro bowl team and I was playing on the NFC team and we had a joint function somewhere. And you got to excuse me, I got a bit of a cold. But John came up to me and he said, "You know, my guys don't like you very much." <laughs> and I and I said, "Well, geez, why is that, Coach?" And he said, "Because I got Hannafin to send me a bunch of your practice tape, and I make them watch you and your drive blocking uh, uh, practices, and they're going, I'm tired of watching this sob and blah 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 blah." But it was. It was a heck of a compliment, and I've never forgotten it. It's incredible to think, Dan, isn't it, that he was the defensive coordinator on a staff where Don Coriel was the head coach at San Diego State and Jim Hannafin was on that staff too. That must have really been something. Yeah, they were all the, the, the California mafia, that whole uh, connection from out there. And John was, uh, you know, I, I think everybody needs to remember that John's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. As a coach, uh, he's not in there as a broadcaster or a video game guy. John's in there uh, for his coaching accomplishments. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had to quit because of his claustrophobia and couldn't get on an airplane, uh, uh, who knows what he might have accomplished if he'd have kept at it for another 20 years. 
Yeah, he was an incredible coach. You're right, Dan. And also uh, just a brilliant broadcaster. I had been going back and watching a lot of his clips, and he had a real gift, and you possess this as well. You're both football savants. You know more about the game of football than most people could ever dream of, but you're still able to describe the way in a game that's palatable and entertaining for the average fan and the average consumer. Is that something that you were taught how to do or that you ever discussed with John? Because I think a lot of broadcasters today don't necessarily have that gift. Well, I just thank you. Uh, uh, I, I think too many broadcasters today uh, are trying to impress football scouts or coaches with how technical they've become during uh, uh, a broadcast. And uh, I think a lot of the terminology, when you start talking about rollover zones and, and all this and all that, uh, that, I just go by my wife who knows more about football than just about any woman I know. I said, what did you think about that? And she goes, the minute that starts, I just tune it out. <laughs> and and John was never like that. John was, John made it, he made the broadcasting style famous of what it would sound like if you walked in and sat down at a bar and John was on the bar stool next to you and you were both watching the game on TV and you are carrying on a conversation. That's to me. That's the way John Madden always sounded, and that that accessibility, that that possibility of finding him at that bar stool, I think was a great big part of his success. Dan Deardorff with us on 101 ESPN, and Dan. Uh... He worked a lot with Jack Buck. You, especially in your formative years as an analyst, worked with Jack. Is it any coincidence that you and John Madden and people that worked with Jack Buck had so much fun and made the broadcast as much fun as it was? Well, that's uh, I, I I can't speak for Jack's influence on John. I can only speak to Jack's influence on me, and it was monumental. I. Uh, I, I, I was never able to repay Jack Buck uh, for what he taught me, the way he worked with me, the way he talked to me about broadcasting style and 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 the do's and the don'ts. So um, I, I I can just tell you this: um, uh, in an era in, in a business that's dominated by glamour position players, uh, basically the quarterback position. Uh, the fact that uh, John Madden and I were offensive linemen, uh, I, I, I wear that badge very proudly. <laughs> hey, wh- one more thing about John Madden, because my son obviously grows up as a, somebody who's involved with sports around me and knows a lot about it. And most of what he learned about football came from that Madden game. He would go out every training camp and he would get that Madden game on the midnight that it came out and he'd play it until three in the morning and played his teams and learned a lot about football and it helped him when he played football. That's one aspect to John Madden about teaching the game, not only as a broadcaster, but so many young people, Dan, know the game of football and know some of the intricacies of football because of the fact that they played the Madden video game. And it's, kind of hard to believe but there's a whole generation out there that probably doesn't even know that he used to be the head coach of the Raiders uh they know him because of that video game I'm not the guy to ask I've never played a video game in my life the only thing I know about Madden uh, a video game 
is that it made John astonishingly rich. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's a that's a pretty good thing no. to have. Yeah, astonishingly so not rich only is was good. John the highest paid analyst in the history of the business until Tony Romo came along, but boy, that video game, I I'm sure the I'm sure it was coming in so quickly John couldn't even keep track of it. Well, Dan, I am really excited for Michigan. You know that I listen to your broadcasts all the time. Because of Dan Deardorff, by proxy, I'm, I'm a Michigan fan, so I'm rooting hard for the Wolverines tomorrow and then hopefully in the championship game. But either way, it's going to be fun. It's great to be in this position. Uh, it's been a fun year uh, to beat Ohio State, to be the Big Ten champion. Uh, we're a uh, seven- or eight-point underdog to Georgia. The way I'm looking at it, we're playing on house money right now. So uh, we should be loose and ready to go. And, uh, hey, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll show up. We'll play. No doubt about it. Enjoyed the time. And we always love having you on, Dan. You know that. And Happy New Year. Have a great 2022. Uh, same to both of you. Thank you. Happy New Year to everybody.